Hello and welcome to the uplevelmind.com podcast. My name is Drasco and I'm your host for this Real Talk segment where each episode I bring on a heart-centered entrepreneur and live on the call coached him through one central question. Are my business problems actually me problems? In that, I help them uncover why despite knowing all of the business strategies and having done all of the business courses, they are unable to get past their current revenue plateau. Each guest leaves with a deeper understanding of what inner narratives and patterns they need to overcome to realize their next revenue milestone. Without further ado, here's today's guest. Today's guest is Kelly Keefe, who is the founder of the HeartSpace, um, which was established in 2016. She's a Reiki master, uh, Reiki master teacher, transformation guide, vibration artist, and is passionate about helping people live from their heart space. She's also an author uh, in both nonfiction and fiction and an international speaker. And when Kelly's serving globally, she provides coaching, Reiki trainings, and uh, transformational group journeys that uh, support people to radically transform their life for the better, uh, help you create your reality from the heart. And in her book, Rise Above Fear, Kelly supports you in understanding how fear works and how we can befriend it and transcend the barriers we place upon ourselves. And she does this while living fully and loves to see others do the same. So Kelly, thank you very much for being on. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And uh, even just from reading the bio and obviously our conversations off air before we recorded it, I know we share a lot of the same like values and sentiments as far as like, you know, how we view the world, what we want for the world, what our work is about, how it contributes to that. So I'd love for you to just dive into like, how did you get to doing what you're doing and kind of what are you all about beyond just the bio? Yeah. How did I get to doing what I'm doing? Um, Consciously, um, back in college, at the end of freshman year, I was around 250 pounds and I had a education in anthropology major and it was like a light switch. All of a sudden I knew I needed to drop the weight. I shifted my diet. I was working out every day and I changed my major to business. You know, looking hindsight, connecting the dots, you know, hashtag Steve Jobs, you know, where... I was being primed by something larger than me to, you know, support me in remembering who I'm here to be this lifetime. So through the weight loss journey, I found yoga, meditation, and started going into entrepreneurship, personal development, sales training. So I was like kind of getting ricocheted through all of the different aspects of self-growth and personal development. And I was in meditation one day about, shoot, 10 years ago. And I heard, I had a clairaudient message come through, look up healing modalities, you're a healer. And it was like, I don't know what this is, but I know I need to listen. And I did. And I came across Reiki, a ripple through my body. Two days later, I was at a Barnes and Noble and very serendipitously met my first teacher. And it's been a journey of deep listening and following and being led around the world, sitting with indigenous elders of different tribes and explorations of truth and, and learnings and growth and diving within is kind of, it was through my own deep healing and rewiring and remembering um, that was how I got here, you know? And then, when, you know, 
beyond the bio, I'm an artist through and through. I just, you know, I believe it's just creative energy runs through me at all times. So it's through birthing businesses and I'm, I have an album I'm making, the new novel's coming out. So I'm just always creating. I love to create. And I, when I remember that I am a conscious creator and I can just create my reality at large and birth things within it, then that's just kind of been the MO ever since. Love it. Love it. From many different angles to like the serendipitous story to your attitudes about creation to, to like the healing bit and what that is. So love it from all those angles and knowing that, you know, you're out there to, to serve. What I'm curious about is like, how can I support you best today? I appreciate that. You know, I believe nothing is, you know, accidental. Um, so I'm looking forward to, I'm always open to blind spots. You know, I'm somewhere I'm like, I'm here to do the work. I surround myself with people who know that they can speak very clearly with me. You know, we are there to support each other, you know, so I'm open to that. And then of course, always that if there's something from your heart that you feel is like, oh, I should really connect her with this person or, you know, this event's happening, this and that, like always just in bringing in deep listening and continuing to weave the tapestry. Perfect. So what are like the top challenges or problems that you're facing right now? Yeah, I would say there's the, there's still a bit of the enrollments, like the amount of humans that I'd like to be helping where, again, this is where it's, I know spirit always provides me with whom I am to hold or, you know, have the capacity to hold at this moment. Um, but there's waves and spikes still of clients, income, this and that, where I know that it could be so much more. Yeah. So kind of like the, the feast and famine income pattern, right? Like, is that what you're referring to? Yeah, I, that feels a little bit extreme for the reality of it right now. But yes, that's the the undercurrent pattern. Yeah. Okay. So like lack of stability, would that be more accurate to describe what you're going through? Yeah. I mean, I'm so neuro-linguistic programming, you know, I just mind you, I'm, I filter everything through neuro-linguistic programming. So I'm going to nitpick at the words. So I won't subscribe to certain words. By all means. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am financially stable. I can, you know, pay my monthly things. I have savings. You know, I invest in my projects. There's no concern of money. It's just, it's, I guess, more glass ceiling mm -hmm. kind of dynamics where it's, okay, we're here. We've done so much growth of like, okay, we're stable, but I'm aware that there's other levels of my, my service and income that's available. Okay. Perfect. So dive a bit more into that like let's just say okay that's true for everybody so what does that right. actually mean for you that means for me i've been clear for a long time with these different feelings and visions and insert any of the sensitivities and the things and the foresights of with ease there is you know an possibility of you know a million dollars the first million big oh okay this is a norm and then the next and the next so I know that it's here there's times I can give myself where I'm like 
girl, it's right here somewhere. Like I can feel it. And it's just like, hello, we're here when you're ready. I'm surrounded by, you know, millionaires all around, you know, or my friend, you know, so the energy is around me. There's something still within me that's resisting, allowing that energy to come through my experience. Okay. Got it. So knowing how self-aware you are, how much work you've done on yourself, the fact that you do this with other people, how would you coach yourself through this situation? Great question. Uh, <laughs> um, doing a, I love when working with clients around money. I like to do a relationship inventory and see what is the relationship that they have with money currently. Um, do they need a date night? Do they, as soon as, you know, as soon as they walk in the door, do they say, great, there's work for you to do and push them out? Do they, you know, spend some time with them, show them gratitude, show appreciation. Um, so I can see maybe having a little date night uh, with money. So I haven't, you know, we have a good relationship, but there's clearly we need to have some open, honest conversations happening. Mm -hmm. mm. And then also exploring, it brings a space where the callings within my being to go deeper into my speaking engagements and the arts. Um, there's parts of me that question if that's really, you know, being of service in that way, that's where the money is. I don't know why I air, I air quoted that. It's quite literally what we're talking about. That's where the money is, is the, another path of my expression is the way that that would tap into that energy source. Okay. So are you actually unclear how to go about getting this next or getting past this glass ceiling or is it something else? There's times where, let me reverse. The last month, I really sat with it. I went into the cave in January and February. You know, I, I had the clients that I had, which is also part of the space where I was just like, cool, hold on. I need to pour into myself and get clear. And I love speaking engagements. You know, I have... This novel's coming out through Pegasus, so we're launching where I can feel the brewing of other parts of my being are coming to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And there's that knowingness. Yeah, I guess I'm pretty clear. There's a knowingness that as I'm pursuing more of the showing up in this role of the writer, and I now have a team putting together our speaker site and to start to promote us in that way, sharing at the grander audiences and going a bit bigger um is is what's being asked to me that's going to bring it so maybe yeah i guess i'm kind of clear on it we're just getting the transition phase okay so then what what's the problem there really isn't a problem you know i i'm someone who's always open to blind spots you know where it's like i've been in the space where I'm, there's a sales call of an organization you know I decided not to go with them on this thing, but in her wording, one, I also have sales training. I've done sales. I had a sales and operate, you know, like I know sales at the back of my hand and 
and I don't knock it. I love it. It's a good art. But there are certain things where she's trying to like lead me to like, oh, I'm accepting this problem. Blah, 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 blah. And she said something where she was like, so I hear you of, you know, you've been here and you've just been all these, you know, this time you've been trying to just like buck up against the wall. And you're trying to break through. And I said, that's not actually my truth. I was like, I can feel everything's, ha- I really feel I'm embodied if I, if I walk and talk what I teach. Or it's like, everything's been exactly what it needs to be. And now it's just simply time. Mm-hmm. Everything's been leading up to, oh, okay, so now it's time. There's time for another new system. There's time for an increase of this. There's a time for the speaking opportunities. You know, so perhaps I kind of get my head like, should I be perceiving this as a problem? I think that's kind of where I can get. Sometimes I'm so at peace with where everything is, even if it's not the making, you know, a million, that you know, a year or on this project, this and that. But there's a deep knowing myself of like, I'm, I am where I'm supposed to be and what's supposed to be happening. Okay. Which is great. Like, that Which is great. Like, but I'm always open where I'm like, I can be, I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm always open to people having, you know, I'm a human. So there can be blind spots all around me. So, you know. Okay. Yeah, I'm always open to that. So if there's no problem, you're clear where it is you want to go and in many ways how you're going to get there. And if like the time to like the time of gestation for all these things to happen is the season of your life that you're in. Why even bother looking at blind spots? Because I love personal development and becoming the best version of myself. And I know blind spots never end. Okay. True. So in this instance, if you go back to how we started this conversation about the relationship and you're like, okay, well, if I was coaching somebody else, I would, well, what's your relationship to this whole thing? And you're like, well, maybe there's like a conversation that, that doesn't happen that, that needed to happen, that that's yeah. been pushed under the rug. What might be a conversation? What might be a part of the relationship that's been in the dark that you didn't want to look at? Mm. Nice. A big part of it, I feel, is if we're personifying money, which I love to do, Mm -hmm. there's that way of telling it like what its job is, how to come, like how what to go out into the world and do and how to bring in the money. Where it's like, I'm telling you, I want to go do pursue something else. And if you just trust me, I will like, I'll bring home the bacon, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the, I'm setting the expectations on them um and say like this is the way to go do it and they're like listen I've evolved I've been changing and like like you gotta you gotta let let me like be my own own person and like do this and trust me okay and that's towards money so you gotta let money yeah that's money evolve and do its own thing knowing that it's got the relationship's best interest at heart yeah okay so 
what do you resist about that? There's still some ego death happening um, around showing up in the world and building heart space to what it has been um, and being that, you know, that space and that identity for people for so long. And it's a part that I love. Um so there's still a bit of like the grief cycle at play of like, oh, I've evolved and I don't get to choose what stays and what goes. Like I'm stepping into other things I like, but part of that means like I gain something, which means I have to lose something else. And I'm still kind of doing this dance of like, well, I don't want that part to go. And spirit's like, you don't get to choose. I tell you what goes and what stays. So I'm kind of still playing in this limbo. Okay. So which parts are you unwilling to let go of? Mm. thank you for making it be a radical responsibility and it's very much so my choice that i am not willing to let it go Being specific in the like energy healer space, I love coaching. I love NLP. I love the subconscious. I love the transformational interaction ricochet like this. I love doing this. Um, but being someone, you know, booking a, a single Reiki session or working in the realm of all that i i'm not passionate about it anymore it's kind of like being face to face you know for lack of a better term like in the dirt with the people that you're directly transforming that doesn't resonate as much anymore no it's more for me reiki is very passive mm-hmm with the individual and for me as someone who is an apprentice under an indigenous grandmother for three years and you know initiated by Mayan elders and sit with the Maoris and the Dogons there's so much more that happens within an individual session that it's not even a Reiki session and it's something where I'm a trailblazer I'm an innovator you know I'm an Aquarius north node I'm here to innovate you know, and when I started being out in the sea, no one knew what Reiki was. And I was a part of that group to get it now to a thing. You know, then yesterday I was at an event and I asked, you know, this group of women, I said, like, I'm curious, who here is familiar with what Reiki is? And every single person did. So for me, there's a part of me that says, that mission for me is done. Mm, okay. I trailblazed it. We did it. The collective's aware of it. So I like to be on to the next thing of the next wave of growth, which for me is the power of our words, our thoughts, NLP, music, the writing, storytelling, things of that nature. But it's a part of people love, you know, it's that people pleasing. Fuck, it's people pleasing. Uh <laughs> okay. So tell me more about that. Um, I'm hypersensitive to 
being able to point out with self and others when we are people pleasing, you know, um, we've been conditioned that way, self included. I'm a human. Um, where if there's something that, you know, brings other people joy, I know holding that space or facilitating that and supporting people in that way, it supports them. And it's very powerful, this and that, you know. But I'm low-key like, no thanks. <laughs> Which there's parts of me that goes like, am I not being grateful for the gift that God has placed within me? You know, like I say this with as, with humility because it's not me. It's God moving through me. But I'm a very powerful healer. So there's times where I'm like, am I just kind of, you know, discarding or not respecting that's what it am I not showing reverence for this gift that that is within me and not showing up for you know for that at this time if I just big yeah cool I have that ability you know I'm good I'm gonna yeah go make music okay so how does that relate to people please because you're like oh yeah it's just like people pleasing like, are they, they related to you or they're just two separate patterns interwoven into this issue? For me, people pleasing is when you do something for others when you don't want to do it because you want to make them happy mm -hmm. and to please them. That's fine. So how does it relate to you personally? The For me, it's coincided of seeing the you know people reaching out to me, previous students, people who want a session ask me to do Reiki at an event or want to learn from me. There's times where I'm like, I actually don't want to do that. Mm, okay. But I will. Okay. So that's the part that you have to make peace with letting go yeah. in order to step into this next chapter of your life. Okay. So what's coming up for you with that reflection? An agreeance. And it's interesting of where I can question myself in it is people, you know, around me who are also very tuned in and, you know, seen have been, you know, my rider dies through a lot of this in different ways We'll continue to show up. Great example. We were redoing my website, SEO stuff. I have a friend who's a wizard in all sorts, definitely including SEO and tech things. And I was like, cool. So I really want to put an emphasis on the transformational coaching and like this and that. And he goes through and he does. And he goes, so I did all this SEO for Reiki. When you go on now, it just says like an introduction to the subtle healing and like everything is Reiki-fied. And I'm like, bro. I said, like, I'm trying to actually move away from that a bit. And he said, but that's like the biggest buzzword. That's what people are looking for. Everyone in the collective knows it. Like, you just hit this point. He's like, you've been carrying this for 10 years. And you just, like, the collective has just gone to a place where they're looking for it. Mm -hmm. And you're an OG in the game. He's like, what are you doing? Like, putting it down and running from it. And I was just like, you might be right. So that's kind of where I can get into where I'm like in a business side where I'm like, that's right. People are looking for, I've been, you know, we've been established. That's before, that's less than how long I've been practicing. 
but we've been open for business since 2016. And I do care about the spiritual well-being of all people. I understand protections. I understand, you know, like I practice with integrity. There's a lot of people out there that don't, you know, so there's a lot to it of my, like, yeah, that's what comes up for me. Okay. So in that instance, do you actually have a glass ceiling issue or do you have a letting go of an old identity issue? A letting go of an old identity issue. Okay. So that's quite important because they're two completely different problems. Yeah. Okay. So what's coming up with that? Truth. Okay. <laughs> and what's the internal feeling with that reflection? Ease, to be honest. What comes up for me that is the how. It's more, and like, not the how within my own being. For me, it's more the how do I shed that away from the external world of the business, you know, what's there. And I've been playing with it. I have two of my students are now on the site so people can book sessions with them, you know. So I'm, I've am i been playing with it, but there's still part that is holding on. So what comes up for me is the, but how do I do it so clearly, you know? Okay. The so then is it how tactically do i let go of the business elements of this or is it more how internally do i let go of the people pleasing the guilt the inertia the expectations my own baggage around this so that i can transition at peace I truly feel it's more the tactile. Like I'm, I'm pretty. I won't curse because I don't know if you 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 have to censor. You can make this I'm a pretty, pirate episode all you want. So by all means, <laughs> I'm a Jersey girl. Swim, it happens, but we get really real. The Jersey comes out. <laughs> Do it, but by all means, let it flow. Like I'm really fucking good at like knowing myself, articulating it to people, like practicing what I teach, you know, in the space of like, know thyself and like, be clear with it. My direct communication has like skyrocketed. I'm not afraid of hard conversations. Like all of that, I feel good. And I've expressed to people, I kind of felt this wavering. For me, it is, okay, how do I transition out of that in the business side of things in a way that's still my love for humanity like this is I'm about to say I can hear myself I'm like who are you like you're a drop in the ocean Kelly Keith you know like of like leave like leaving people that who need us you know or like they'll be okay um coach myself on that but they'll be fine <laughs> yep we're so, so funny. Humans are so silly. Yeah. <laughs> we sure are. <laughs> <laughs> if we weren't so silly, we wouldn't really have work. So that, that this is true. Fair, you know? <laughs> Thank God. Thank you for all the silliness, humans. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. So, given everything that you've built in the past, you're an OG in this game. You built a successful business. I, I just find it hard to believe that you don't have an idea of how to like transition 
the business side of these things. Like, sure, there, there's always going to be things that like, okay, how, how would I navigate X, Y, Z situation? But like strategically, like you even said it yourself, like, oh yeah, I've got like two students that like I trust mm-hmm. that that people can take. So I'm like, like it, it, it doesn't add up to me from the outside looking in that somebody of your caliber and the, your experience would not have an idea of like, how do I transition this business? I appreciate that. I appreciate seeing me in that light. It's the, well, one, there's a part of that piece of it. And maybe it's on me that I built in this way where people are also coming to me. They come for me. It's not necessarily the Reiki, this and that, which is so much of what all of us do. You know, people are essentially coming to receive our transmission, our insight, our energy, this and that. Okay. And if you said no, yeah. then fill in the blank. That's what hits me. That's what, that's what hits my heart. Okay. So um, what is that specifically? It brings me to seasons where I really needed somebody, where I was in my darkness, I was in my shadow, I was in that space of feeling lost or awakening and this and that. And to have someone reach out to me for a lifeline and pull them, like, push away, that doesn't feel good. Okay. So what does that make you to these individuals? Meaning if I say no to them or the fact that they reach out to me. So the question was, so it's like, okay, well, people are reaching out to me and I ask you, okay, well, if I, if you say no to them, then what essentially does that mean about you? And you're like, well, that takes me to this wounding place where when I was in my darkness and I reached out to somebody and they said, no, it would be like absolutely devastating. Mm. Fair. And what does that make you in relation to these people? The way you said in the first, like with fill in the blank, it came to me and I, they, they're together. For me, how I would perceive that is telling somebody, also understanding people's psyche and their inner child, this and that, is saying, I don't care. Okay. So... To put it more directly, what does that make you? Cold? Okay. Could be. But cold could just be like, nah. But this is like, your description was like, somebody's devastated. It's like they're about to die and I'm saying no to them. Well, not about to die. You know, but, you know, great people know previous student. I mean, I have when we like did an outreach to previous students before I have, you know, 100 to 150 Reiki students through over the years at this point. And they know that they can reach out at any time. And that won't change if I'm not doing sessions like I do carry. I'm an elder in training. I mean, literally elders find me out in the wild, aka Manhattan and like They'll just find me and have tea with me and, you know, 
there's a level of spiritual elder that I'm being primed for through this incarnation. And so there's a space of feeling a, um, there's a responsibility mm -hmm. um, to be there, especially at these pivotal times of the great transition where, uh, you know, where it's like, whose line is it anyway? Where, you know, everything's made up and the points don't matter, you know? Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess there's a sense of my... There's a bit of a pattern there of wanting to protect others, which also protecting myself. What I'm wanting to do is protect others from feeling not cared for or going through that season and not being there and also trying to protect myself from them not you know feeling some ill towards me or feeling I rejected them which could mean things about me this and that um okay so if we I just do, stick to love. those yeah. two lines cool. right so protecting yeah. others from feeling not cared for and then protecting myself from them feeling ill towards me yeah okay are you responsible for other people's feelings? No. Yet, the attitude towards saying no, the part that freaks you out most about it is this ownership of, well, people are going to feel like I'm going to make them feel ill towards me and I have to take it on me to protect them from feeling not cared for by me saying no and making a self-honoring choice to move into my next evolution. So what's landing with that reflection? What's landing is I appreciate mirroring it back because even hearing the, like the ill wishes towards me, like it actually doesn't land in me. I feel like I'm like, Truthfully, I'm trying to fish for stuff to make it about me too, because mm -hmm. I am like fully, I want to take radical responsibility. I'm like, find what's in there for you, Kelly. Like there's something about me because it always, always comes back to us. So that's yeah. not it. But what does land, and I trust we'll find it. You're good at what you do. We'll find it. It's not, it's not the concern of ill wishes towards me. Think whatever the fuck you want. I have protection for days. I'm going to do me. Um, There is this, my level of care, like I love so deeply. I love humans and I care so deeply, perhaps to a flaw mm -hmm. at times, maybe. Um, but that's what really comes up for me. There's Put this space where it's like, I can't way. do that. Hmm? That level of caring and depth about the other do you apply that same standard to yourself? I have been, yeah. Okay. So how does that relate to resisting self-honoring choices of saying no? Because I'm really good at talking myself into it and knowing on an energetic and the higher plane level, I'm also getting so much out of it. You know, so that's kind of how I talk myself back into it. Right. So whether you want to rationalize something mentally, energetically, is it 
like it, it's still rationalizing saying yes when you really want to say no yeah so really like the through line for me from the outside looking in when you were describing this whole thing like going from is this really about glass ceiling or is it about letting go of this identity and i can't let go of it essentially because of people pleasing yeah. that, that there's a strong savior concept in this mm. like if you're familiar with the, the drama triangle right like hey are you familiar with that or, or yep. like, okay yeah. right so victim always needs a perpetrator mm. and then the one that completes the triangle is the savior like the way you speak about the people in your world is straight out of the savior yeah. complex, right? I need to protect people from not feeling cared for. Like yeah. I, I got to cushion them in as much like softness so that they never feel like I'm never caring for them and I can take care of them, yeah. right? I treat them like victims who cannot process and handle a no mm -hmm. and their own emotions because that allows me to continue to be the savior in their space and i know that's not the fullest expression of who right. you are it's a distortion of your gift yeah but it is the thing that's coming up as the limiter to you stepping into the next part of your evolution like it's it's very hard to genuinely and fully call that in in its fullest expression when the savior part of you is so strong and attached to, you know, the past 10 years of what you've been building. Yeah. So what's landing for you there? Yeah. What lands for me is that I'm, it's creating clarity, the, like, the desire to release the more passive space of Reiki of this and that for me doing that is because it does feel more that way. Someone calls, I had a breakup or this and that. They come into the space. I create that container. You know, we stage it up. I do all this stuff. They get up, they feel so much better and off they go. Mm -hmm. Where I do, where I'm a tough cookie. When they're like, when someone's like, you know, I'm coaching them or this and that, like you got this, like empowerment's my medicine. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it actually like, grind my gears to hear like where I'm like that's the complete opposite of how I actually like coach you know through the spaces and like through my group program so I'm I carry the masculine energy in it where I'll be like I'm confronting I'm very which why I appreciate this or it's like a dose of my own medicine um so I'm very confronting it's like no you're gonna do the work you got this you're like yeah I know it sucks you got this uh pick yourself up go ahead you know like so that it's creating a clarity for me of why I'm feeling that desire to let that peace go of it because I don't want to be that. That's not me. And I feel it doesn't actually serve humanity with where we're with where we're going. Right. And yeah. to just bring it back to because again, the, the linchpin here is the people pleasing. Right, like look at where your brain went to. This pattern that has everything to do with me not or, or letting go of being a savior, your brain went to, well, me being a savior doesn't actually serve humanity. Right. Like, i.e., right. it, it, it's 
geared towards how it impacts the other and bypasses your own self-honoring choice, which is what this is all about. Because the way you get out of the drama triangle, you don't break it. You just, you leave. You, you okay. allow it to not be a triangle anymore, right? And even in the space of like exploring who would you be without this pattern, the immediate place your brain went to, and this is the patterning and the programming, like the, the distortion of your gift, how does that impact other people? What is the ripple effect of me doing this for other people? It will have a ripple effect, yes. And it has to start with you. The lens has to be turned back onto you. Agreed. And I am you. I am everyone. We're in the age of Aquarius. Pluto shifted into Aquarius yesterday. We're quite literally in the space of everything I do is affecting everybody. And I get joy out of watching someone, boom, 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 watch your palace go. I, I get off to that. You know, like, so it that does fuel me, you know, and I'm clear of that. I'm also clear, you know, like I love making my music. I'm doing, you know, like all of that is clear. So I like to say I've shifted. And I appreciate there's still a residual here to look at. And I appreciate it. I'm not denying, you know, the people pleasing and remnants of the savior complex. I'm not dismissing anything we're discussing on the table. What I'm saying, like what's clear for me is also I've shifted from the the old belief of I'm here to save the world to I'm here to serve the world. Correct. And that's something I know, like I know, like I know I'm here to serve. So of course I think of others, you know, through things that's also just my MO. I'm a Virgo with a Capricorn stellium and Aquarius North node. Like, like everything of my being is here to serve all my music, my comedy, everything is always with the space with the intention to support people remembering their power and up-leveling. So I feel that's my filter at large of who I am at my core that feels fucking good. It's That's not a pattern, that's who I am with a full agreeance that there's a remnant in terms of my career and how I'm serving that, we get, that we're looking at. 100%. And, and I actually think that that's a good point in that I agree with you. This is not like an absolutist thing of like this totally. is the main thing this is like i said it, it's a distortion of your gift that is kind of yeah. like the one piece that doesn't belong here for the next thing that you want to do yeah. it's not you know the the main like 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 a let's just say quote unquote tradition or a typical block where it's like this is the main thing that's stopping me yeah. this is more like the puzzle is like 80% complete, but this wrong piece is in here to actually complete it. Mm, you know, like that, 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 that's like what I'm sensing with. And I know that's what you were reflecting as well. Yeah. Um, I was just more reflecting back, like where your brain went to, even in that one instance, yeah. it's always going to be interconnected. And as all distortions, it's not yeah. like it is your gift, but then just distort it. So it's always going to look exactly mm. like who you are. Um, the problem becomes when that distortion impacts where it is that you want to go. So I was more reflecting oh, yeah. back to like the minutia and the nuance of it 
Yeah, mm. 110%. I, I, I understand yeah. the whole service bit, and that's clearly who you are to the core. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if anything else you want to add to that, that's just a reflection yeah. I have. I appreciate it. I'm curious, what is your definition of distortion? I'm with you. I'm, again, full resonance with you, just for a deeper into your your lens, your world, your expertise to receive your medicine more clearly. Mm-hmm. And more potently, I'd love to hear what's your definition of distortion, like what that means for you and your and your perspective of me in this moment. Sure. That's a great question. So the way that I view, so one of the things I've said many times on this podcast and in my coaching is that your primary gift becomes your first distortion, hmm. meaning like this thing that is a, like a pure expression of who you are to be used for your highest good when applied in a way that is in some way not reflective of your highest good or it has layers on it which distort the gift you end up with like a the, the man with the hammer problem right so for the man with the hammer everything becomes a nail so in this instance like i i am a healer so that's my primary strength the way i go about the world and the way that the world views me, that gets value from me, the way that I navigate and, and can sometimes even like from security and protection, the way that I can do that is I'm so good at healing and attuning to what people need that that gift ends up being distorted by me people pleasing and just suppressing my own needs mm. to affect the other, right? So when it comes to something like the savior complex and especially healers, this is often very common right? What are we going to do? We're going to have a hard time saying no, because we know that we can use our gift to impact this person. That's a great thing. And that gift is in its distortion when it works against your highest good, right? Because now the one person that I'm not healing is actually myself. Mm. And to the degree that I'm unhealed and using this distortion, that's the cap of my capacity to experience whatever the next thing is. Right. So going back to your example, that's the limiter right now. Right. It's not glass ceiling. It's it is. Yeah. Letting go of an old identity. But really, it's revealing healing and eliminating the remnants of your savior complex. Yeah. yeah. So I know it was a big roundabout way to explain it. Yeah, No, it's good. Side so note. I mean. Go back and chop and edit that piece. That's fire content for some like voiceover, a reel, this and that. Like that was just fuego, dude. Like <laughs> I, I, I will. I, it's just like it, yeah. and it's even me. It's not even the guest, so that, that's even better, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I, I will use it. So no worries. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Hmm. So what's coming up for you now? Because I see you're in a very contemplative state. Yeah. What's hitting is the, it's that root. It's like there's even the safety and the security. It's how I built my business. It's how I've done the thing. So it's that level of also getting to evolve as well and practice what I teach, um, of letting that piece go. Um, and get to see what fills that plate, that space. But it's like, but wait hold on, you know, like, you know, one-on-one session or doing the trainings, this and that, you know, 
letting that go and completely evolving it um, leaves a lot of the unknown. So it, is, it hits a little bit of the, of the root where it's like, oh, that's right. Like if I stop doing that, that means I stop doing that. Yeah. Correct. So <laughs> that's wise words. If you stop doing that, that means you stop doing that. <laughs> right. Which if it was that simple, you would have already done it. And like, you know, n right. knowing through this, there's going to be layers to that. And like I said, right. I, as much as I would love to be able to snap my fingers right. and eliminate this for you in, in one session, I unfortunately can't. Um, but as far as like mapping this out or getting clarity on this, like, does this feel complete for you? Is there still something left outstanding? No, it feels, com it feels complete. You know, it's, I appreciate us, you know, playing in something that's been here that I've been, you know, like meandering and starting to make moves in a very Virgo way. I've been, you know, starting to set up my next steps for the moment to let it go. So, you know, do my best to set myself up smart because I do love myself. So I, you know. I make moves and evolve strategically. Um, but being able to look at the emotional charge of it, um, I appreciate getting to do some of that live and, you know, get to allow you to witness an evolution of my ver of my being lifetime and get to, uh, it's like swimming in a little bit. Nothing like letting people know that that's going to be shifting, like doing it on something that like the public can find. You got to love that. 100%. Right. It's a <laughs> beautiful thing, which uh, I thank you for allowing us to witness and, and to be in this space. So why don't you just close us off with then, you know, where people can find you and uh, who's the best person to find you. The floor is yours for that. Yeah, you can find me on, I would say Instagram. I am Kelly Keefe, where you can get a full array of me. And you can also go to heartspace.co to check out more of the transformational coaching and the group programs that we do. Love it. Well, as always, that'll be included in the show notes. Ab Kelly, thank you very much for being on and uh, for everybody else listening. We'll see you on the next one.